Can you predict what will come in 100 years, or in 10, or in the next minute? Some people think they can. They'll predict the shape of the future because they make the future, because they see beyond the known dimensions of time and space into the unknown dimension X. We go ahead now in time. Welcome to the latest episode of the Matt Vaughn Show. This is the first in my Meeting Matt's Friends series. And our first friend that we are going to talk with is an individual going by the name Kudu Zav. That's Kudu Zav. And I thought the audience would find these conversations with my friends interesting because I have interesting friends. And if you know me well, you know I'm not going to fuck around unless you're interesting. You understand what I'm saying? So you can enjoy these interesting friends vicariously and maybe inspire you to have some interesting friends. Now you have to tell us. So you've 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 traveled the world, yeah, as it were, and you meet a lot of people in Turkey, especially Istanbul, who like to travel. Mm-hmm. But I hate to travel. Yeah, I know that. Why do you like to travel, man? Well, my, I hate my, mine is not travel neither. Actually, I like going somewhere and settling down there. You know. And go closest cities after, you know. I don't want to go somewhere. I don't want to have 15 hours of travel. You know. Touche. Touche. Alright, we're looking at RJ's cat. <laughs> I'm afraid it might fall to its death. <laughs> Stressing me out. Okay, okay. So... You just like going new places. To new why? What's what's fun about a new place? It's not always a uh, new place. It's it's about uh, we business people say opportunity cost. You know, like why would I go to Venezuela now? For example, why there is a war? 
it's not fun, people are unhappy, you know, there is no meaning going there. So I'm always looking opportunities, you know. I went to Argentina, peso wasn't strong, their currency. Now I want to go again because now it's again cheap, you know. That's the thing. And why Argentina? Why South America? If you say like I know the language, I I like their culture. Like I'm not into traveling that much. I didn't go to Thailand, for example. I really want to, by the way. Really? Yeah. But it's not gonna add me much, you know. I'm I'm gonna speak English there, so. All right. All right. Yeah. I already speak English. Maybe something new would be nice, like Brazil, Portuguese. They speak Brazilian, don't they? Yeah, Brazilian Portuguese. <laughs> dude. I guess. Let's drink man. some beer, man. I guess, dude. I guess. Do you speak Do you speak Spanish better than English? No. Maybe I speak better, but uh, I don't. I have better English knowledge than Spanish. Okay. I'm not speaking English for some years, and since I'm not watching that much Netflix, my English is going bad. But I started a new job, as you know, so I speak English every day, all the time, with the drivers. Drivers English, <laughs> yeah, and uh, some of the drivers are Hispanic, and I speak Spanish with them anyway, so uh, it's not all English. So you work neither. with truck drivers? Yeah. Wow, cool. Are you yeah. familiar with the truck driver culture in America? What? There's a truck driver culture. Ah, I I know some about it. All around the head. And all around the world, they have they are different people, you know. It's not an easy job. No, no, it's no. good paying job though. Yeah, yeah. So if you can do it, and if you can save money, you can go to your dreams as a driver. And you are traveling anyway, so you have everything, you know. You know where to go. You know the best places. If you are a little smart. You know, you can make a lot of money over your experiences as a driver. Um, do you know about the CB radio? No. Citizens Band Radio. That is a consumer radio broadcasting device. It was popular in the 70s, mm. 1970s. And Doesn't sound unfamiliar, though. That's what the... That's what the truck drivers especially back in the 70s that's how they would communicate by mm. cb radio ah radio yeah yeah i know them i know citizens yeah. band radio yeah, yeah 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 do they have cb radios here no i i use ip phone this is my ip phone you're what i call anybody any second like in u.s only Oh, it goes right to... Oh, it's a U.S. number. Mm -hmm. oh. Like, you can call any of your friends here for free. Nice. <laughs> Good nice. to know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I have a U.S. number anyway, but it's cool. No, dude, CB Radio is a really interesting 
component of trucker culture. Yeah. And if you want to watch a good movie about trucker culture, watch Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, you never seen Smokey and the Bandit? No. Oh, you have to watch Smokey and the Bandit. I'll watch tonight. I'll watch with it's, my chat. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. It's the it's like a very popular cheesy movie in the US. Mm. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. I don't know the actors that much actually. You might know him if you saw him. Yeah. Attractive man. But when was the movie taken? 77. Oh, okay. Is it classic? 78 is a classic. Okay. But it's not a serious movie, it's a silly movie. Mm. Absurd comedy, something like kind that. Of, kind of, kind of. Okay. Cheesy, it's cheesy. Okay, cheesy, okay. Cheesy, but it's really good though. And it features truck drivers. Okay. Because at a certain point of time in the US, truck drivers were cool. Yeah? Were, were hip. Really? Mm-hmm. In the 70s. 70s. Why is that? Well, truck truck was important, something important. I mean, maybe. yeah. I mean, it was as important as it has always been, maybe because it became understood how important it was. And also you had CB radios, which sort of, they popularized CB radios and then a bunch of people were using them. I mean, this was before the internet. People would just get on their radios and fuck around and talk to people. <laughs> I used to have one. Interesting. Yeah, CB radio. Are you, have you heard of Sir Mix-a-Lot? Sir? Sir makes a lot. Baby's mm. got back. Baby's mm. got back. <laughs> With the song about the butts? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole song about butts. Baby's got back in the 90s. It was a song about big butts. I don't know that one. Oh, we'll have to pull it up before. I know the one that Eminem has now. Ass like that. Oh, <laughs> well, this is the first. This is the first song about first butts, ass, dude. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> first ass song in the whole wide world, probably. <laughs> it was a big deal. That's a milestone. <laughs> we'll pull it up before I leave. Baby's got back. There's a point to this story, RJ. Sir Bixalot is a CB radio enthusiast. Mm. He likes CB radios. He writes now. He writes rap songs about CB radios. Not big butts. Interesting. I says I know. I'm, I'm a good podcaster. Mm-hmm. I have interesting information, man. I don't fuck around. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Big butts, CB radio. Just two things people like. All That's right. different. All American stuff and here is different, you know. What I, stuff? Anything. Tell me some differences. For example, uh, the aberration, you say? An aberra- aberration. Like small stuff, like you say. An aberration. Yeah, let's go to, for example, I had to take my trucks to TA. Hey, put your trucks to TA. What's the TA? I don't know what's TA. Like something like that. DOT test, PE test, uh, these things. You know, like abbreviation. Abbreviation. Yeah. Abbreviation. 
So y'all don't have abbreviations here? Not that much. Ah, that's true. Mm. The U.S. loves abbreviations. Yeah, yeah. Is that just the U.S. or is that also like... I didn't see as much England. as the U.S. In Australia, I didn't see that much, let's say. This is, this is an Australian hat, actually. I know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody thought I was uh, Jewish. Huh? At the, in Petier. You are not? <laughs> they thought I was Jewish for some reason. Um, I don't know why. It was just... I it's forgot. because of your hair, they say that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. saw curls. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's do abbreviations. I'm going to name all the abbreviations I know okay. in the U.S. All right. You got your DOT. You got your PA. DMV. You got your PhD. Mm -hmm. You got your MA. You got your uh, FUBAR. You got your FUBAR. Fucked up beyond all recognizable <laughs> recognition. You got your FUBAR. You got your SOS. You got your you got your FBI. You got your CIA. You got your UFOs. USA. You got your USAs. Ah, oh, USA. Yeah. The whole country is abbreviated. Yeah. <laughs> We've came to the reason. That's why. Yeah, exactly. And every day something new is coming. Right. Yeah. And some new words like selfie. You know, I remember selfie was popular in uh, one site. It was, it was a site people were, I mean, the youth, like 13 to 18 years old people were asking each other questions. Ask FM, something like that. And hey, selfie is just send me a selfie, you know, like there. And then they send their selfie poses, and that's a selfie. And it turned out to be selfie something, you know, like it's coming from there. I witnessed the evolution of a English word, selfie. Of selfie. Mm -hmm. Where did you see it begin? I'm telling you, there was a side like uh, people just go there and say you can ask me questions and random people are going them and asking questions what was for the example I, I don't remember the name man it's like ask dot fm maybe but uh, it wasn't the first one this one was the second one i don't remember the actual site you know, like when you are 14, 15, like you want I, people asking you questions. Why are you oh, so dumb and stuff? Hey, ass. how big is your tits? And girls oh, are like gosh. answering. Hey, my tits are. Hey, you can't ask me this question. Blah, blah, you know, like that thing. Right, well, we do not support sexual harassment, though. Uh -huh. I just want to point that out. Um, not, not at this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, so that was like when you were a teenager, that shit was going down. Yeah. Because uh, you're... Yeah, yeah. Selfie. Selfie, the word itself is like 15 years old, no? Something like that. It's a good question. We should Google that. No, not that much. Maybe 10 years old. So you saw the use of selfie on this website? Yes, Definitely. Okay, and this was like a place where mainly teenagers it went? It means self-photo, you know, just send me your photo, that's the thing. Send me a selfie. 
So you, youth, yeah, it's man, definitely not legal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I wasn't of age anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I, no, I know. I'm just what I'm talking about is in the old days of the internet, man. Well, I guess it still is like that, but. Because I was an early adopter of the internet. I was on the internet when I was in high school. And I'm 42. So, like, in the mid-90s, I was on the internet. And same same as me, yeah. We, we used to get wild on there, man. Yeah. Which, now, I mean, it would be illegal. I mean, but it was like the Wild West when we got on it. Well, I was a kid, I remember. I was going to internet cafe just to swear to people you know like <laughs> just to hey, cuss people where are you from i'm from your mother's blah blah you know like just just to do that you know like make right. people angry and stuff hey how are you and stuff and you know as a child going there is like you want some attention you, if you have a nick uh, female nick nickname they people write to you otherwise they they wouldn't care you know yeah, yeah. So you put you put a female name and everybody's writing you, you know. And I don't know the shit about it, you know, like the penis and stuff, you know, just for peeing. <laughs> People were just emailing you sexual stuff. No, they say like, hey, where from stuff? You know, you wanna have a cyber sex stuff like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I had a friend who. Man, I don't know if we can even might like this, but everybody experienced those stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's like some people's first sexual experiences was cyber sex, but my friend, yeah, I never did cyber sex, but one of my friends did. <laughs> I mean, uh, bring him over then. <laughs> bring him over. That's why he fell down. You remember? <laughs> Okay, we're recording. So, we were talking about the early experiences of the internet, and it sounds like you were an internet troll when you were younger, and I was an internet troll as well in my early days, but I've since reformed my ways. I'm no longer an internet troll, but I was doing internet troll stuff before there was even a term internet troll. Wow. That's how long I've been on the internet. You were a bad boy. I was. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was essentially probably, I mean, technically illegal. Mm-hmm. This is the Wild West, though. I mean, I could have gotten in serious trouble today, but... I was the same, actually, you know, those days. But I was even younger, maybe. Ten. No, not ten, but... Oh, yeah, when did you get on the tw- internet? Thirteen, fourteen years old. When I was, like... I had my first computer when I was 10. I got it because of a swimming competition. You, you won it? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I mean, my dad bought it, you know. Government, oh, okay. government is not into that stuff, you know. <laughs> you know. Okay, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, your swimming. So we talked about your traveling. We gotta talk about underwater rugby. Oh, underwater rugby is so fun. That's a sport that uh, German C minor refuser, if I am right. Those people found uh, 
sport. You know, they go to, they get into the sea, they see the mines, you know, explosives in the sea, and they refuse it. Those guys found it. Oh, really? Mm hmm So, how many countries participate in underwater rugby? I don't know that. But maybe maybe majority are, you know. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a well established international sport. Yeah. Like anybody into swimming, they know it. So they might try it. Um, you know, it's like it's not popular as water polo, but it is popular, you know, now. If you have a jumping pool, you can do it. So water polo would be top. Uh-huh. Then underwater rugby would be the second most popular pool sport. No, uh, jumping. Yeah, well, I mean, not counting a a sport with a ball. With the ball, there is underwater hockey as well. Ah, that's right. I've they do that. it in swimming pools, not in the jumping pools. I see, because you don't mm-hmm. have to go that deep. Yeah, underwater rugby, we were playing in five meters and half so it's pretty very deep one you know like you have to equalize your pressure in your head all the time so you need to blow from your nose all the time do such a thing you know Uh, (laughs) i see i see otherwise you get a lot of headache and stuff but uh, after a while you don't do it, you know. I didn't do it, you know. You see the ball on the ground and you you just go for it. You don't care about the pain. Yeah, and how long do you have to hold your breath? Well, I was the fast guy, so I was the least holder, let's say. I was doing two, two minutes and 30 seconds. Two minutes, 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, and our... Our goalkeepers, they do up to five minutes. What? Yeah. And those goalkeepers are the fat guys, you know. Fat, big guys. Literally big guys. And they, they are not fast. But they are very strong. So, so hold they, tight. What's the secret to holding your breath that long? Practice. That's it? Yeah. That's the only fucking secret to holding your breath that long? Yeah, in general, everything is under practice, but how you practice, if you ask for it, like, you should forget that you are holding your breath. You okay, know? so forget. When you, when you start playing underwater rugby, it's so fun when you have the ball, okay? You don't care if you don't have the breath or not. You go for it, you go for it, you go for it, and your lungs are getting bigger all the time I see, I see and our trainings are about uh, holding breath as well so we do some stuff in the water you know not just holding breath itself we do some exercises different different levels of the water one meter two meters three meters they you always need some di- something different oh at each at each yeah link. yeah different muscles are yep. used for each every depth. level yeah. Really? Fucking A. Okay, okay, okay. So, you were two minutes, 30 seconds. Let's test right now. <coughs> Let's see. I'm going to see how long I can hold my breath. And you? for the listener at home, <coughs> y'all can uh, hold your breath with us. 
to see. All right, let's do it. Let's do a competition. We'll start it at six minutes. Start. Wait, 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 right here, right here. Wait till it gets at six minutes. See if I can beat RJ. Okay. International right. underwater rugby. Okay. Champion. First thing, I was doing it in five under five meters. So it's not the same. <laughs> Your nose is open. Still open, I think. <laughs> And one thing is like, uh, you get bored. That's why you can't practice. So you should listen music or watch something. We were watching some videos underwater. So it's fun. It's already 45 minutes. 40, I mean, 45 seconds. That was 45 seconds. 45 seconds, yeah. But when does it start damaging your brain? I don't know. <laughs> like, whenever you have the less oxygen, it's harming. But how much does it harm is another question. Does, has anybody ever died playing yeah. underwater rugby? Ah, no. I don't know that. But I fainted. Underwater. I, I would have died, you know. We, do, we don't do training alone. You fainted underwater? Yeah. How did you make it up? Make it out? Because I was swimming uh, with my eyes closed and I was concentrated so much. And I was paddling underwater, you know. We go all, we make, uh, let's say, we draw a square, you know, underwater. Go there, then to other one, then the other one, always making a square. Then I, suddenly I got fainted. And I found myself up. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Did you have to get CPR? No, no. no. There's Nothing. A, there's a uh, abbreviation. I, I didn't. CPR. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. CPR. I got a, uh, what do you call Uh, life lifeguard lifeguard uh, I am a Red Cross lifeguard actually from US nice <laughs> yeah man I guess so if you can breathe underwater like that <laughs> I mean that's pretty good okay so we covered that but okay so what what all countries have you been to There are many countries, you know. Well, name it's, it's hard to... It's hard. Let's say which one that I lived. I lived in Australia, Cyprus, Turkey, United States, Mexico, Argentina, uh, Colombia, uh, Dominican Republic, Maybe one more that I don't remember. <laughs> oh, that's eight. Yeah, eight countries. I lived in eight countries. And uh, I traveled almost all South America, Australia, many places in France, half France, let's say. And some countries in Europe, you know. I want to go to London. <laughs> You've never been to England? No. Me neither. Mm. I've just been to two countries. 
Let's go together. I don't want to go. Uh, I don't want to travel, man. I don't want to do it. I mean, I'd rather not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess you don't know what I'm saying, but... Yeah, I know. Okay, eight countries. That's mine is a little bit similar like yours, you know. I don't want to travel, like, travel, travel, no. But settling somewhere, then settling another place, I like it. You need less stuff, you know, like you need uh, less equipment because every time you can't carry them with you. So you are always free when you travel. Like things you buy after they buy you, you know, mm-hmm. you have to carry them, you have to pay extra luggage. You have to care for rent. You have to pay for rent, I mean. So, uh, minimalism is good, you know. So you're saying travel makes you embrace minimalism. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's why some people like it. Yeah, I never, I never rent a house, for example. I never rent a flat. I always rent a room. When you rent a room, you spend less time finding friends also your friends friends are coming to home so you get a friend you know your friend makes a party you get into party so renting a room is a good way to integrate into a new country you're saying into the world in today's world actually you know why would you pay a lot of money for for the for the place you don't use it. Why would you pay for it? You know, you see my house. Like this is for one person, but let's say if it is two for two people, why would you leave it alone? You know? Your comfort zone, my comfort zone, okay? Buy a land then, okay? Get your land, buy your caravan, this is cheaper. I also consider living in caravans. In caravans? Yeah. How so, man? It's a lot of fun. I, one of my good friend, Dutch guy, he's in Spain living in caravan. He sold everything in Holland and he's living that life. I mean, in caravans, what does that mean? Like in wagons? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, a wagon. Literally a wagon? Yeah. What? Fried out combi. What? <laughs> Say it, what? Yeah. Like with a with a horse? Like a nomad. No, not horses. I mean, does a horse pull the wagon? No, caravan is like the you know what do you call caravan in US? This is this is like mini bus, big one, inside is like a house, you know? Something right, like right, right. Like a, yeah. we call that like an RV. RV, maybe. Recreational vehicle. And they said there's an abbreviation for you, RV. Wow. Recreational vehicle. Like a camper. It must be, yeah, it's for camping, yeah. I mean, does he do it by It's himself? like a big SUV, but look, another abbreviation. There you go. Yeah. 
Does he do it? Scuba is an abbreviation too. Scuba itself? Yeah. All of it is abbreviation? Yeah. Abbreviation of what? I don't know. I think Like that's an encyclopedia? Something like that. It's too long, it must be. I think scuba is an abbreviation. Somebody look that up for us. But, but wait. He, does, he, does he do the caravan by himself or with other people? He is alone, doing it alone. Okay, so he's, mm-hmm. he's in a camp. I met him he's in, in a camp. I met him in a hostel in Barranquilla, in Colombia. He is 45 years old, something like that. And he got divorced and he wants to have a free life. So he's not into paying a lot of money, you know? Right, okay. If okay. you go to Colombia, you can live forever. If you got money from US or Europe, some kind of money like a hundred thousand dollars, you can live forever in Colombia. <laughs> I mean, not forever though. Is a camper forever? <laughs> not, not forever. You're not gonna be a vampire. Is it is a camper? I say. You know what? Do you, what well, does? You'll what die. does it? Hmm? It's not forever. You'll eventually die. Forever in Colombia, without it means like forever without working. It means. But you might die though. You might not. It's not forever. How do you know that? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Touche. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a good People point. are living way longer. It's true, man. They are consuming the land. That's bad. We are gonna finish it. Global warming. How about that? Oh, jeez. So look, <laughs> look. Let's go to this. So caravan. We have a different meaning for caravan in the U.S. A caravan, and the way we refer to a caravan is like a group of people traveling. A caravan, like, is like across the desert. Desert, like in the olden times, had caravans as they traveled across mm-hmm. the desert. Yeah, the word is coming from that caravan. Anyway, but the one I say is like it has kitchen, toilet inside. You can have a shower. Yeah, yeah. That with the tent you can enlarge it like a house. You can yeah. make it. We call it. It's a cam- good thing. We call it a camper or an RV. Yeah. Combi as well called, no? In Australia they call it combi. A combi? Like the Volkswagen combi. Really? Yeah. Wait, like, okay. Like the ones, you know, on the road, who was the writer of it? Jack Kerouac. Jack Kerouac. That's, he traveled with it, actually. Combis. Volkswagen combis, as far as I know. Oh, the, those it, Volkswagens. It was the... Uh, trademark, let's say, evolution caravan of hippies. That vehicle is always important, and you can see them. Yeah, the VW. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the Grateful Dead mm-hmm. thing. Good one, Grateful Dead, which we talked about earlier. All right, all right, all right. Hostels. So you've been in a hostel before. I also worked in many. I've never been to a hostel. A hostel is something for travelers. Dirty. What is a hostel? <laughs> you hostel, hear about them all the time. What's a hostel? Hostel is shared room, living in a, uh, sleeping in a, uh, bank, bank beds. Bunk. 
bunk beds yeah so up to 12 people lives even actually I I was sleeping with 30 people at the same time but it was all around open open air it was in Caribbean coast of Colombia also it's so people are sleeping together you know like they have their own bed that's it it's not isolated so they might steal your money or and something you have to be careful all the time and there is no privacy there is no sex let's say yeah is it like the people respect the rules and stuff or does it get weird it's sometimes getting weird if it is called weird it's sometimes getting weird but I don't find it weird people are I mean do people ever like try to touch you or like jump in your bed or like are too loud and I wish but <laughs> no <laughs> no not really is it like too loud and shit do people respect the like well you know like average people are going there so it might happen it's happening they drink your beer for example you know there are some uh, people coming, they traveled all around the world. You learn many things about them, from them. And not poor people are going to hostels, you know. All people are going to hostels. Like, rich people are also going to hostels because you don't need to find friends. If you go to five-star hotel, you are alone then, you know. Uh, I see. People you better stay in your home then. Your home is way more comfortable than five-star hotel. There is no meaning to going to five-star hotel from my side. What do you buy with it? If it is just room, I mean. Service, good service, okay, food, blah, blah. But how well, about the friends? How Where are you going to find them? Yeah, but what if you're trying to avoid friends? Then okay. <laughs> then why traveling? That's why you don't travel. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, I'm not trying to meet people. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, if if you if you if you know that you are gonna see good people all the time, you would like to meet it anyway. Mm. If you say so. What is the worst okay you've been to eight countries you've lived in eight countries mm -hmm. what's the worst gun to head you have to answer what's the worst country of these eight countries uh, in one what concepts maybe make like, it up make it up in your head <laughs> I don't know Mexico was dirty Mexico yeah. is the worst country not, not. According I'm not you. saying wow. worst country, but Mexico was dirty. I feel like this might be. But racist. Uh, I will choose Mexico over Australia and United States because it's more fun. Okay, so dirty but fun. It's not secure at all, but you can go eat cheap stuff. You can have fun for cheap price. U.S. wasn't that expensive neither, actually. Compared to Turkey, <laughs> as a college student, you can do anything for cheap. Let's say in my place, I was in college town in New York. 
But the worst, I don't know, maybe. Worst is Turkey, maybe. <laughs> no, worst is Turkey. Well, I don't learn much in Turkey. Because I'm Turkish. Right, right, so, right. So, for me, I'm not getting better here. Which is the best? Of all these eight. Argentina is one of the best. Why? Because of the food, maybe. They eat a lot of meat, right? Yeah. And the air. Buenos Aires in Spanish means good air. That's right. Yeah, good air. You told me that. Yeah, so... And... When you see the IQ records... Argentinian people are the smartest in South America. They have 95 IQ record. Turkey is 90. I lived in Colombia, it was 84, for example. Oh, I see. Yeah, and there is a lot of... Uh, there is no racism in Argentina. That's very interesting. You can see white people begging. And... Being black is not a problem in Argentina, you know, like, no, nobody is like, hey, this is black, nobody says that, you know, like, hey, I should say myself, this is black, nobody says that. So what are the national, what are the races in Argentina? Racists? Races. What are the racists in Argentina? No, what are the races, like white people, black people? Oh, right. They are Italians, Spanish, generally, those two. Spanish and Italian. Wait, so how was Argentina formed? By Italians or by the Spanish? Uh, I think by the Spanish. I don't really know that. But there are also a lot of uh, German people came to Argentina after World War II. Oh, I don't know about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I do know about that. You know that? Oh, I know about it. And many people went to... Uh, Brazil as well. One of them is there is an interesting story about Stefan Zweig. He is very important Austrian writer, and he went to Rio de Janeiro. He was living there safe, and he committed suicide with his wife because he was thinking Hitler was gonna get all the world. He was pretty sure about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I knew they went to Argentina and Brazil. Brazil. Mm -hmm. South of Brazil. That's why all the beautiful girls are coming from there. You know, all the models are, because that's the best match. You know, like a mixture of German and the Latin people. That's a good thing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let's finish with this. Okay, you've been to eight countries. Let's rank, I feel like we're going to get in trouble for this, but let's rank the attractiveness level of each of the, of the women in each country. Okay. Let's go, let's go top eight. One to eight. Okay. In terms of... Wait, hold on. Let's, 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 this is good. Hold on. Thank you for listening, dear listener. I hope you enjoyed learning about and hearing the stories of my friend Kudu Zav.
If you don't know what that means, you'll have to reach out to him via email and ask him. And if you don't know his email, you'll have to reach out to him via the astral plane. Ah, shucks. I'm just kidding. There is no such thing as the astral plane. But in all seriousness, if you've listened this far, I want you to know that I truly love you and blessings be upon you and your family. Until next time, God willing and the creek don't rise, that is, I'm out.